Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Empowering the Ummah بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته and it's time for us to listen to al-fiqh على المذاهب الأربعة the Islamic jurisprudence according to the four schools of thought the topic under discussion this afternoon is عدت and Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain is here to answer our questions Mufti Sahab السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته جزاك الله خير نافذ Ibrahim Musa, barakallahu feekum. Shukran Mufti Sahib, we'll go straight into it and try to understand the meaning. If we look at the word idda, what does that mean? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasulil kareem. Amma ba'd. All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher and cherisher of this universe. Peace, blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In the lexicon and dictionary, if one looks for the word idda, it means counting, like how you count numbers and so forth, quantity. But for our purpose and all intents and purposes, idda in this context, according to the jurors and fuqaha, will mean when a husband has divorced his wife or where the husband has passed on, then the lady has to observe idda. So that is what is meant in this context here, the waiting period. And she will be waiting till the counting period finishes. And we will discuss all this in detail in today's lesson inshallah inshallah mufti sahab as far as the idda of a divorced lady goes what is the idda for this lady Alhamdulillah, whenever we wish to discuss any issue, we go for our first point of reference will be the Noble Qur'an. Almighty Allah Jalla Wala states, وَالْمُتَلَّقَاتُ يَتَرَبَّصْنَا بِأَنفُسِهِنَّ ثَلَاثَةَ That the ladies who have been divorced, so they will wait with themselves for three kuru. Now, I did not translate the word kuru because the Arabic language is so unique and so rich. And in there you will find certain words, minal azdad, one word but two opposite meanings. So when we go to the Hanafi Hanbali scholars, ABC husband divorced his wife XYZ and it was one or two or three talaq. So the Hanafi and Hanbali scholars say, thalatha daquru will mean three menses. So the ideal situation, as we mentioned in last week's lesson, will be for the husband to divorce his wife, that in the tuhur, in the period of cleanliness, and in that period of cleanliness, he has not fulfilled the conjugal rights with his wife. So he issues the talaq either verbally or in writing, then she will be in the clean period, then menses, then again a clean period, then menses, then again a clean period, then menses. So when the third menses expires and finishes, now that idda is finished, and that is the verdict of the Hanafi and Hanbali jurists and scholars.
However, another meaning of Quru will be Tuhur, and that means cleanliness. As I mentioned just now, it is one word with two opposite meanings. So they, the Maliki and the Shafi jurists and scholars say that three Tuhur, three periods of cleanliness must pass. So let's say, for example, a husband gave talaq right in the beginning. As soon as the Tuhur, the clean period started, so he gave her the talaq and issued the talaq. So that to her, that cleanliness, then the menses, then the cleanliness, then the menses, and when the third period of cleanliness expires, then we will say the idda of that lady is finished and completed. So that is the meaning of Salat al-Quru, according to the Fukaha and the jurists. And this is why sometimes you have difference of opinion in their verdict, because the word has all these possibilities, and therefore to understand the we have to look at text and context. However, there is another interesting issue which is also connected and attached to this. Let's say, for example, a husband, now he got married to his wife. But lo and behold, that he has not gone into khalwa, into privacy with her for 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes. And he has not slept with her, nothing. Just after the nikah, there was a heated argument between a husband and wife. And this was in the presence of the in-laws or whoever else. And the husband issued talaq. Then what happens in that instance there? All Almighty Allah addresses that situation as well. Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu idana kahtumul mu'minat. Oh, you believe when you marry the Muslim ladies, then idana kahtumul mu'minat, and then thumma tallaqtumuhunna. Then you gave them the talaq min qabli an tamassuhunna before touching them. So you did not go into privacy, you did not consummate the marriage, you did not sleep with her. There was nothing of that sort. See, the word is mentioned. فَمَا لَكُمْ عَلَيْهِنَّ مِنْ عِدَّةٍ تَعْتَدُّونَ Then in that case, there upon that lady, there's no idda. So immediately after the divorce, she can marry somebody else. Because the husband did not go into privacy with her. The husband did not uh, consummate the marriage. The husband did not sleep with her. Remember, if any one of this happened, the husband slept with her or even if he did not consummate the marriage or the husband was with her in privacy, then it that is compulsory even if the marriage was not consummated. So we should not confuse issues here. Here nothing happened basically. After nikah argument, talaq, finish, and now that wife, there will be no iddat upon her and she has the liberty to marry someone else if she so wishes and desires. Jazakallah khairan for that answer, Muftisab. The next possibility, what if the woman who is divorced is pregnant? Whenever a lady is pregnant and the husband passes away or the husband issues talaq or a fasakh takes place, so that's another added dimension as well. Let's explain all three. The husband passes away, so she is mutawaffa ana zawjua, she is the widow. Or the husband issues a talaq, then she is mutallaqa. Or fasakh takes place. What do we mean by fasakh? Fasakh means that the husband 
he is now making zulam, oppressing that wife, and he does not maintain and sustain her. He does not give her food, clothing, or shelter, all these type of things. And he wants her to work or whatever, some crazy things like that. And he might be hitting her, assaulting her, abusing her. So a lot of things he is guilty of. And when the wife or the family or people tell him to divorce, he is not prepared. He wants to show her a point like today due to ignorance and arrogance. Then that lady goes to the ulama or she goes to some responsible people who understand the fiqh and the laws of fiqh. Then in that case there, they have a court case. They find the husband guilty. And then in that case there, they annul the marriage. So that is because he does not want to give talaq. He doesn't want to give nafaqa and maintain the wife. So they have the overriding power and that is now to you to annul the marriage. So and the lady is pregnant. So in all these cases here we will say that wa ulatul ahmali ajaluhunna hamlahun. Once that lady gives birth, whether it's after talaq or whether after divorce or after wafat and that is death or after fasakh annulment, then we will say that it that expires, whether it is one day, one week, one month, or six months, or eight months. What is the idda for a widow? The masla for the widow will be such, the husband passed away. Now we have three different scenarios here. Let us explain that. Quran Kareem addresses this issue and says, Arba'ata ashurin wa ashra, that it is four months and ten days. Now we know that the date today is the 28th of Rabi'ul Awal. Let's say today the husband passed away. So whenever he passes away, then we will count 130 days from time of death. So whether you count it on an Islamic calendar or you count it on a Gregorian calendar, it's not going to make a difference because you have to count 130 days and you count it from the time of death. So that is one masla, very clear, straightforward. However, the fuqaha and the jurists have written another masla which is interesting. Let's say, for example, a person passed away on the beginning of the Islamic lunar month. The husband passed away on the first of Ramadan, on the first of Muharram, first of Rajab. Then in those cases, you will take into consideration the months and the days Islamically. So you will say first Ramadan, the husband passed away. You will say Ramadan one month. Then you will say Shawwal the second month. Zulqa'da, Zulhijjah, and then on 10th Muharram. 10th Muharram. The day finishes, now the iddat is finished. From the 11th onwards, the lady can start beautifying, adorning herself. She can go out and so forth, you know, to her parents' place, siblings' place, and so forth. So it shows that irrespective whether the months were 29 days or 30 days. So we will work with the months and the days when the husband passes away on the first of the Islamic month. Always remember that. Another issue is... 
So first one was 130 days. And second one is that we take the months and the days into consideration if and when the husband passed on on the first of the Islamic lunar month. Third scenario will be that the husband passed away. Then we will say in that case there, and the wife is pregnant, then we will say in that case there, delivery of the baby, irrespective of whether it is one day, one month, or nine months. The next question we have, kindly explain the rationale behind Jaida. Many people want to know this, why has Islam imposed upon the lady the idda? There is no idda upon men. The wife passes away, the husband doesn't have to wait for a certain period. He, the husband, gives talaq or divorces his wife, he doesn't have to wait. But why the wife has to wait? There are multiple reasons. Let's give three, four reasons. Reason number one is this, that when the wife has been divorced, so it might be the first talaq or the second talaq, so there is still room for reconciliation. And Quran Karim states, was sulhu khair, that reconciliation is the best. And therefore Quran Karim has encouraged the husband, Take back your wife, but with equity and justice. Not that you take her back to cause her harm. So we must remember this. So the first rationale reason will be, you can still salvage your marriage if you gave one or two talaq only and during the idda the husband can take her back and they can you know reconcile and their differences can be you know sorted out and the matter resolved and in the idda they don't have to perform a new nikah and marriage so if it is two talaqs then it's one talaq still left if it is one talaq then two talaqs left for the future and if it is after the expiry of the idda then they can still reconcile but it must be with a new nikah a fresh nikah so that's one of the rationales and reasons and philosophy whatever you want to call it. Second one will be that sometime the husband passed on or the husband gave a talaq and now this lady is pregnant. Many a time a lady is pregnant, but she does not realize that she is pregnant immediately. So hypothetically, for argument's sake, if we have to say that this lady here, immediately after the divorce, could marry somebody else, or after the death of her husband, that she could marry somebody else. It means she's carrying somebody else's child, and she's going to sleep with somebody else. So obviously that is not right. So what will happen is this, that Islam says, no, that you are pregnant, so your it that will be the delivery of the baby. So that's the second rationale. Third rationale that Islam says this institution of marriage is so sacrosanct, it is in this world and will continue in the year after. The difference and dichotomy will be in this world, people like myself, yourself, Hafiz Ben Musa, we perform the nikah, they, Allah, will perform the nikah. So Allah will perform the nikah with the beautiful damsels and women of Jannah. So to maintain and retain that nikah bond which is sacrosanct so Islam says that talaq took place, there's it that death took place of the husband there's it that, so it does not become a plaything, today you are this person's wife, tomorrow you are somebody else's wife, the third day somebody else's wife, no, then that will undermine the sanctity and the importance of nikah itself, so three reasons I gave you, fourth reason now the husband passed away and oh he gave a talaq 
it is haqqu zawj it is the right of the husband upon this lady that she has to go into idda and if you look at it rationally also when she wants to resettle now she will need time and she must not be caught on the rebound now she said and you know trauma and everything and one person comes and he has a glib tongue and is very sweet and so forth and she just marries, marries him in that uh, period after the death or talaq one week or two weeks so she is on the rebound but that person just uses her after one week two weeks he kicks her out so it shows it will be a terrible decision that she will take at that time. So therefore this will give her time to contemplate reflect, think about these issues and she will not be caught on the rebound in most instances or all cases. So therefore Islam has brought about this iddat, badat talaq or badal wafat, that is after the divorce the husband issued and gave or after the death and demise of the husband. Now that we understand the rationale of iddat muftisab, it's also equally important that we adhere to the rules of it and do it properly what are these rules the rules of idda will differ slightly let's take uh, three cases number one a husband gave his wife one talaq raji or two talaq raji a revocable divorce so in that case there according to all the scholars the husband has to provide for his wife a sukuna nafaka he has to provide for her shelter food clothing now this lady here in Idda must stay in the house of her husband after the first or second talaq and she should adorn and beautify herself, take a bath, you know, use uh, makeup and what have you and try and even seduce the husband. Why? Islam is there to make the home and not break the home. So therefore Islam will say for that lady, she is in Idda but she should beautify and adorn herself so that she can save a marriage and a marriage does not break so totally and irretrievably so that is the secret for this lady only however if the husband gave second scenario the husband gave his wife three talaqs then in that case they remember that the iddat will be you know the normal that is the three quru and Hanafis Hanbalis will say three menses Shafi'is and Malikis will say three periods of cleanliness but remember that according to Hanafis he will provide for her a house and he will provide for her food everything during the idda period but Shafi and him say no only sukuna she will get the house but she doesn't get anything else that is the Shafi verdict after three talaqs and according to Ahmad bin Amal she doesn't get anything no sukuna and no nafaka no shelter and no maintenance nothing even during the idda so it means the difference because of a hadith and different verdicts and what have you so that so the wife now in idda will not be wearing new clothes she won't be wearing jewelry she won't be applying Henna and Mendy is not an occasion of rejoicing and happiness. It's a very sad occasion. A marriage has just been broken totally and they cannot reconcile, they cannot remarry because three talaqs have been issued. So these will be the basic rules. So according to the Hanafi, Shafi, she will have to stay in that house there. So either the husband moves out or she moves out, but the husband will pay the rental and what have you if she moves out. So that is what all. And according to Hanafis, 
he has to provide the food and water lights and all that expenses so during her it that period there and she the lady can't be running around going to drop the children to school and take them madrasa and oh nothing like that is not, not permissible out of it that also so how can he be permissible in it that no is not permissible yes for the lady in it that now she is in that house she wants to do washing hang the clothing there in the garden in the backyard or so so all that will be fine permissible but remember that we should not bring our Indian customs that we brought from India excess luggage we say that no the lady must leave the windows open because the husband's roof will come back and all these type of things for 40 days or 4 months and all. all these are fairy tales and fabrications uh, next question Muftis up regarding going out what if the woman decides to go and work to, during Idda Let's take two, three scenarios where the husband gave his wife talaq. So there the husband is responsible. So what need is there for the wife to go and work when the husband is responsible? So there's no need there. So Islamically, she knows that the husband has to maintain, sustain her during that Idda period. Yes, after the Idda, then the has expired, then the Idda, then the husband does not have to maintain and sustain her. So that is one scenario. Second scenario where the husband passed away, so the inheritance which she will receive, that should maintain sustainer. Or her own children, the sons and all of them, they should be maintaining their mother. So there's no need for her to go out if they were a person died a pauper or very poor. Third scenario is scenario, why should she go and work? The community which is so affluent that they can give her zakat and so forth. So this business that we have nowadays, that the ladies just want to go and work and that they know I don't have income and all that. Half the time they're not being really truthful because they have properties or some income and so forth. But yet they want to go and work, so that's not permissible. That's in a very, very, you know, isolated case where a lady they were given permission, but in our circumstances, normally we will not give that lady permission to go and work during her iddat because there are other alternatives either the inheritance or either the family structures or either the community with their zakat if this lady does not have any jewelry, any cash and so forth so there are alternatives to help and sustain and maintain her Shukran for that Muftis up. Now what happens if um, as we outline some of these scenarios a woman does not observe Idda properly? If a lady does not observe Idda either after talaq and divorce or after wafat and death then she is guilty of a major major sin. Today you my many many sisters I see they don't observe the Idda you must remember you are guilty of a major major sin and all these loopholes that you try and justify none of them are acceptable they are but feeble excuses in Urdu there's a nice saying that if you don't want to do something then you will look for 100,000 excuses final two questions move this up when a woman is in a idda can someone marry her number one and can somebody propose to her number two 
if a lady in iddat, whether it be iddat of talaq, of divorce, or iddat of mort and death, and she marries somebody in that iddah, then that nikah is nikahul mu'taddati batilun. So there is consensus, Hanafi, Shafis, and them on that issue, that the, tala, the nikah of that lady who is in iddah currently, and she's marrying somebody else, that nikah is null and void, and will not be accepted, they'll be living in sin. So that is the first issue. If you want to look at the other issue, now the husband gave a divorce or something, so you the person, the suitor, so you can come to her and tell her that don't worry, you know, there are men there who are interested in you, so you can speak to her regarding marriage implicitly, but not make a direct proposal, I myself am interested in you, and after the iddal marry, you know, Quran Karim states, Wala you can make implicit remarks and so forth but you but don't go and make you know clandestine activities and tell her I will marry you you don't worry and this type of thing no you can't do this type of things and and don't go and fix up wedding dates and all these type of things tell the idd period has expired and finished so it shows that you can be you know giving encouragement it don't mean you have to go directly to your sister or your mother or somebody that don't worry there are many men who will marry you or something like that that is fine but you can't come there and tell her I will marry you don't worry and after the iddat and so forth so that will not be considered permissible as enshrined in the noble Quran Jazakallah khairan muftisab and jazakallah khairan to you for listening to this educational presentation. It's fiqh according to the four schools of thought. Our questions answered by Mufti Abdul Qadar Hussain. Any more questions? Email Muftil next time. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.